editing Scott here. Uh, I've just came to the end of editing uh, this very episode of Murray Musings so that you're about to listen to. Um, literally about half an hour before it should be uploaded. Uh, and I just want to say that I was right. Radicanu, Emma Radicanu. I said repeatedly all the time. And Peter and Claire and everyone else on Tennis Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that you're on Tennis Twitter. I know that you saw the link to this episode on Tennis Twitter. And I know that you did not have faith that Radicanu, Emma Radicanu, could win the US Open. But I said, I said all the way along. Uh, you know what? I will admit at first, maybe I started it as a wee bit of a joke. But then I stuck to my guns. Because you know what? I stick my guns. And I usually, those guns usually fail. But this time, I was right. And yes, just just, just take a moment. Take a moment before listening to this episode. Take a moment. That sound right there is Scott basking in the glory of being right for once in his life. And with that said, on with the episode. Enjoy. Welcome to another episode of Murray Musings, where we talk about the wonderful, the talented, the two-time gold medalist, two-time Wimbledon champ, Andy Murray. We are recapping the U.S. Open. We have our lovely co-host, Claire, and our lovely guest co-host, Rashmi, who is returning with us because Scott is sadly not with us today. So, how are you doing, Claire and Rashmi? I am good. I am good. I'm at... I feel like Scott's not here in person, but he's here in spirit because if you look around Murray Musings HQ, he's graffitied all over the wall, Radicana ravings, haha, told you so. <laughs> so he's definitely here in spirit. I mean, can you see it, Peter? Look at the mess of the walls. I'm going to yes. have to scrub these. Other than the uh, wonderful uh, paints pylons uh, stuff that you have, he, I do see RR like in graffiti mm-hmm. and I just didn't know what that was until yeah. you told me thank you yeah it's so he's, he's left he's left all my face pylons pictures untouched which is mm-hmm. good thankfully but he's just spray painted the rest of the place hashtag radicana ravings hashtag told you so and that's it i think that leads us into the point where we do need to give scott a big big kudos here because he was the one oh spoiler alert if anyone who's been living on another planet or under a rock for the past two weeks Scott was the one who predicted that Emma Raducanu would win the US Open. And no one took them seriously. I And Emma Raducanu won the US Open. She just won it. And I was just like, oh, okay, you know, Scott, like, don't jinx her. Like, she's doing great. Yeah. Like, what, what's going on? Like, I mean, I love this positive, you know, wish fulfillment energy from you. But you, you've got to, like, calm down and not jinx her. Mm-hmm. Ra- Rashmi, what were you thinking uh, through the whole entire tournament for for Radicanu? Yeah. I was I was just glad that she she got through qualifying. Honestly, I was like because she was going to play. I think in the final round it was Maya Sharif. She was playing in qualifying. I was like, yes. oh, that's yes. a tough one. Sharif is really good. Each yeah. Egyptian player, like she's really good. I don't know if Emma will be able to to win that one. And then yeah. she did straight set. Yeah. And I was like, she was really in the main draw. Crafty, yeah. really talented, but Emma and then. Got through. I remember qualifying placements were going on and she was about to play Jen Brady and then Jen mm-hmm. Brady had to withdraw. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's good. It's a good opening. And she played Vogler in the first round, Stephanie Vogler from Switzerland. And I was like, oh, she's got like a seeded place now because Brady's out. So it's a good placement in the draw. I didn't think she would make it all the way, but I was like, things are falling into place for her every step of the way. Like, And it, it was just like fate, really, that she, she got through. Like, And without dropping a set, 
uh, from qualifying. Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing. Like, she absolutely annihilated everyone in her path. Yeah. There was no... I mean, there's been there's been quite a lot of chat on Twitter about how Leila Fernandez had a much tougher route to the final, yeah. and Emma had it easy, but she didn't have it easy. It's not like she scraped by in the, you know the skin of her teeth and and really mm. had to like you know she just got the win. She annihilated an opponent. It didn't matter who that opponent was. Mm-hmm. The fact that the the most games she dropped in one match was seven. In a qualifying round, I can't remember which qualifying. The round toughest it was. Uh, second set was like a seven-five uh, seven set, five. right? Yeah, yeah. You know, there's just you can't you just can't deny the fact that she is she's outstanding. Yeah, she didn't even play and a tiebreak. She, yeah. she made it look so easy as well. Yeah, 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 going, yeah. I, I just can't get my head around it. I think maybe that's why people were saying that she had an easy path to the final because she made it look easy with her she made it look easy yeah Mm -hmm. she's just so talented she beat Belinda Benjic who just won the Olympics like that's not easy exactly yeah Yeah. uh, Maria Zachary who reached the French Open semis I think like yep um, yeah and is one of the best players in the world at the minute yeah yeah she's like one of the biggest fighters and she beat her in straight sets she beat uh, Sarah Cerebus Tormo 6-0 and it was nearly she had a match point for a double bagel and didn't uh, didn't take it it's uh, almost as if it takes her like it takes her like five minutes, ten minutes into the match to work out her opponent's game, and then boom, yeah. that's her. Yeah, yeah, she she always she went down a uh, break early in a few a matches. Times. Uh, yep. Yeah, at the start, like against Benchich, she did mm-hmm. it against. I think, uh, she did this, I think also mm-hmm. against Zachary in the second set. Did and she? she went down down I, I, that was too late for me. I didn't watch that. <laughs> she went down. She went down a break against um, Hernandez as well. In the mm-hmm. second Fernandez, set, just, yeah, yeah, and he just pulled it back. So, like, it, it, it doesn't take her long to figure out an opponent's game. Yeah, yeah, she's so smart, such an intelligent tennis player. There yeah. were so many good stories from the whole entire women's side, and it's just amazing that she went through. Um, so, what are some standout matches aside from uh, Emma that y'all saw? Um, in the women's draw. Yeah. Um, let me look. I need to refresh my I'm trying to think like, I, I'll, I feel as if I've just first. had like a yeah, yeah. um Sloan Stevens and Madison I hate oh that was great game. that was just before Andy's match yeah. Says it match, right yeah that feels I remember, like so like, long ago yeah. yeah it feels like well I mean two weeks ago so yeah, yeah. yeah. um and Maria uh Zachary um Sakari versus uh Bianca Andreescu so that yeah, was so a that, really yeah, good that match. was a that was a brilliant match um I totally agree though on like Sloan and Madison that was one of my absolute favorites to watch and I, I'm mm-hmm. still even now two weeks later still absolutely devastated that was a first round match the mm-hmm. 2017 women's final yeah to a first round yeah four years later it's ridiculous I am um, I honestly I've I, I had a bit of a mind blank in terms of I feel like I watched so much tennis over the past two weeks I can't actually remember and divide them into like the matches that they wear mm-hmm. apart from apart from Emma's matches really I just yeah. love yeah. watching that so much that I've just I, I kind I like, of got tunnel vision 
um, Svitolina Fernandez. That was a good one because I was just was about really to say match. all of Final, uh, Layla's matches. Yeah, I didn't watch the Osaka one, but that looked good. I, it was like a bad time, time for me. They're all like US Open matches are all in the night for me. It's so hard. Uh-huh. Uh, all the night matches are like incredibly late. Um, but yeah, I watched the Svitolina one. Um, that was a final set tiebreak. Um, wow, what a match. Like Svitolina could have won that and then uh, gotten through to the semis. But um, Fernandez like dug in and, and came through that one. Really, really good one. Yeah. Um, Azarenka Muguruza, that was a good one. Third round. Oh, that was um, really good. Mm-hmm. Azarenka kind of fell away in the third set, but the first two sets were, were really, like, really good. Um, both of their backhands are Another match that was good was um, Krajikova and Muguruza. Oh, there was oh, a bit of controversy, yeah. a bit of drama uh-huh. in it yeah. as well. And then I take it um, Krajikova went out. I couldn't see her play she again. Lost but I think to she lost to Sabalenka in the next round. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Six one she six lost. four. So I bet you, I bet you, Garbine would have been absolutely furious yeah. as well. Like she, mm-hmm. she, I think she kind of felt that um, Kajikova should have retired mm-hmm. instead yeah. of pushing on because she very clearly wasn't well. Mm-hmm. At the handshake, she said, "So unprofessional." Yeah. yeah. Oh, what a moment! And I feel bad now for Barbara because I believe her exact words were, "I felt embarrassed." Like and to be embarrassed on the national and yeah. worldwide stage, um, with everyone watching, uh, yeah. it, it's just I, I I don't know what was truly wrong with her. She said cramping, and there's many things that can happen um, with, of course, uh, women, um, and just like cramping in general, like regular physical cramping. So when I heard that, I was like, I don't know what's going on. Um, I don't know if y'all have thoughts about that, but it, she she looked like she weird. was rubbing her she looked like she was rubbing her stomach. Uh huh. And yep. I wondered if she was getting stomach cramps. Yeah. And if I mean, if you get stomach cramps, that's it's horrifically painful. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. I, I I wouldn't be able to like go on and I mean, all power to her for actually managing to finish the match and actually win it. But I wouldn't have been able to to play on. If I had stomach cramps like that, even when she sat down, she was rubbing her stomach, and then she had, she she basically had to get help walking off the court, didn't she? Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. So yeah, there was it was really really bad, and obviously you can kind of you can understand Magruffa's frustration because if Krajikova had retired, then she would have got to go through to the next round, but at the same time. She's still like a really, really unwell injured player beater. So, yeah. Know. Yeah. Yeah. Would she have progressed any further in the next round anyway? No. She wouldn't. <laughs> I, I'm just going to say that um, I wish her well. Um, yeah, me too. A, yeah. You know, major champion. Um, and she's a nice person. I feel like Krujikova next, next season, she's going to come and win a few more, like maybe one more slam somewhere. She, she's really good. She's gone, she's backed up that French Open win like insanely well. Like I yeah. thought maybe that was like a fluke or whatever, like a one-off. No, like she, she's like cemented her spot in the top 10. She's winning, she's beating literally everyone except like maybe Barcy. Like she's lost to like, uh, before the US Open, she'd lost to like nobody except like Barty. Uh, she's beaten everybody else. So it's like, she would um, beat Emma. 
Yep. Yeah. Oh, that I would love to see that match. I would love to see that match because both of them are like on good form. She's on well, but before she was on well, she uh, both of them have been like in such good form this year. Uh, so uh, that if that match happens somewhere, it has to happen somewhere. I, w- I would be first in line to watch it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was going to say another match that I thought was really good in the women's was Benchich Swiatek. Uh, there was that, like a huge tiebreak in the first set, fourteen twelve. Benchich mm-hmm. won. Oh my gosh. It was like Sriantek had like so many set points and she just choked them away and then Benchit choked them away. And it was just like, and I, I tweeted at the time, I was like, it's going to be like Mari Cole Schreiber 2017 Dubai with the tiebreak lens. Nearly. It nearly, it was 14 12. Andy's tiebreak with Cole Schreiber was 2018. So um, it had a bit of, t- a bit of uh, more points to go to get to that level. During that uh, match though, like that, that was so crazy that didn't, Belinda Bencic actually forget what number they were on because she forgot to she forgot that they were supposed to change ends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At one that, point. That also like, happened. Like, that also happened with Andy in Dubai in 2017. Like they didn't know when to switch ends. It, it, they're not used to playing that such long, long tie breaks. It, it's mm-hmm. strange. It's very rare. <laughs> that yeah, I think that's probably been like the for me, that was probably the standout women's matches other than Emma's all the way through like her match against I was really really prepared for her match against Sakari to be intense mm. I thought it was going to be so close I, I had I, I'm not sure how I felt going into it like I wasn't sure if I was super confident that Emma was going to win I had like a hope that she was going to win but at the same time I was like I know how well Maria's been playing mm-hmm. the way she beat uh, Pliskova yeah. I was just like satisfied i'll just say that <laughs> yeah well exactly and so i was like do you know what like if 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 this is as far as emma goes she's been outstanding yes no one expected it apart from scott she's amazing she's earned her spot now and people are going to have like massive levels of respect for her and then she just went out and absolutely smashed her mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. showed absolutely no mercy whatsoever yeah and no and like, lack like... of like confidence mm-hmm. being on a great stage. And uh, yeah, the thing really. is with Maria, um, as I actually ran into her in Cincy and told her, um, my uh, grandpa, um, he was Greek. And so um, I- I've said this a million times before, but I was like, I just feel that, you know, the heritage and, and the strength of the Greek Spartan warrior um, that everyone talks about on Twitter and everything, it, it's within Maria. And the shoulders are just so strong. And uh, <laughs> Karen um, Hachanov even said that Maria is built well and uh, like yeah. she can, you know, go toe to toe and head to head with like a lot of people in the gym. So mm-hmm. I was honestly scared for Emma. <laughs> so I, I, yeah. I tweet I tweeted I think it was actually just before the match a picture of Maria and it was like she it was a picture taken from behind and she had her hands up and I was like I would give literally anything for that back and those mm-hmm. arms like yeah. she is so strong she's so physically fit yeah normally I would have rooted for Maria but I was like I can't root against Emma You'd be kicked out of Money Musings HQ in a heartbeat. Gotta back the Brits. (laughs) And Emma just, she just brought her A game as she had been doing the entire tournament. Yeah. Yeah, I can't believe it was 6-1, 6-4. 
I, yeah. I honestly thought it would be a little bit tougher for her. I thought, um, I thought going into the final, because I, I, so I didn't say this out loud at any point to anyone. I just kept it to myself because mm-hmm. I was nervous going into the final because I was looking at Layla's run to the final. And although yep. Layla had dropped plenty of sets, she and she had to play, was it, did she do three, three set matches in a row? That sounds right. Yep. Um, Against some really tough opponents. I thought Emma wasn't going to win. I thought Layla would. I thought Layla would pepper to the post. I thought it would be really close, but I thought Layla would 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 take it from her. Yeah. Um. I thought it was going to be three sets. I thought it was going to be like seven five, six seven, five seven. Mm. I thought it would be like that kind of match. Yeah, I thought it would be three sets too, <clears throat> and that's yeah. all I said. I didn't yeah. want to jinx her. Yeah, I, I, that's why I just, I just, I, I just decided to keep that totally to myself because I didn't want to say it out loud in case I manifested it into reality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I kept on shushing Scott. I was like, yeah. just give her that time, give her that yeah. space, you know. And so. how, like, the, I think the, so I think the match against Layla, I think the scoreline actually isn't an accurate reflection of how that match went yeah because six four like I, that I, th- I say that was fairly fairly accurate in the first set I mean the first set could have gone to a tie break it could have been seven five but it was a tight first set but six two in the seconds well you look at that and you would think that Emma just totally dominated in the second set but like Layla really fought back and you know she had the break early on yeah six four six three I think I said that wrong I was talking about Maria's match yeah so oh yeah sorry it was six four six three wasn't it not not six two um so yeah it was just it was outstanding the level of tennis that both players both players brought to the match and and I think it's it was so much closer than how the scoreline the, the scoreline reflects it. And I I just want to say this for the record because I know there's people out there that are <clears throat> haters. As I take, take a sip drink. of my drink before I put <laughs> <laughs> myself on my soapbox. Um, Diego um, had his knee bloodied and uh, he was pushed to move on. Um, and he did not get a medical timeout in one of his matches. Emma, um, of course, um, got um, bloodied when she was trying to slide to get a uh, backhand um, back into the court um, with her match against Layla. And there were people that were out there on Twitter saying, oh, you know, it looks like she took a month to like get her um, self all um, bandaged up. And I'm like, can you give the girl a break? She yeah. is literally bleeding for you on the court. And it was so, it was a lot of blood. Sure. I mean, see, see when they showed the replay of that and you you actually saw the mark left on the court mm-hmm. from her leg skidding along. She properly skinned her knee. Yeah. It looked so painful. Like and uh, Rashmi, you 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 might appreciate this. And Peter, you you probably would never see it. But like 
if you cut yourself that way in, in Scotland, you would say that it was really nippy. Yeah. It's so nippy. Yeah. Like if it's, if, as soon as they put anything on it to clean it, it's like it stings, stings like you yeah. would not believe. Oh. And we would yeah. say, oh, that looks really nippy. And I said that when it happens, I was like, that looks like it is going to nip yeah. like so badly in the morning. Yeah. And she'll have a, like, that was, it, there was so much blood. Mm-hmm. There was no way that she could have, kept, it's in the rule book, you know, she's not, a, she's not allowed to keep playing. And it's not her fault that the person who was cleaning her up took their time. And I think, like, rightly so, take your time. You want to make sure that you've cleaned that cut. And I don't know if you spotted later on, Peter, when she came back out onto court holding the trophy, uh-huh. just like a, a video that was posted on Twitter, you could see the amount of blood that had seeped through the bandage. Yeah. So her Who's leg was really just badly about to cut. Say. It wasn't like it was just a graze. It was a really bad cut and it had, it had seeped through all that gauze. So I think that whoever it was that came out onto court, whoever the medic was or the physio, they did the right thing in taking their time Yeah. to clean it yeah. up. So she took a picture yeah. uh, with Alfie Hewitt and Gordon Reed who completed the Grand Slam in wheelchair um, doubles. Um, mm-hmm. And I saw a picture of the three of them and her bandage was still pretty bloodied after what yeah. an hour and a half or so yeah um oh. it was a really bad cut so yeah, yeah. and and i feel like th- I, I can totally totally understand layla's frustrations because she had break point and that would have thrown her off her game mm-hmm. yeah but it's not like Emma did it on purpose. She yeah. didn't do that on purpose. It's and it's in the rule, but she didn't call for the medical timeout. The umpire did. It's in yeah, the rule. You books. have to. And I was gonna so say something Layla, there, but I'm not gonna I'm just gonna not say anything. For, for <laughs> but Layla, a certain other match, a certain other match that happened that fortnight. But anyway, let me move on. <laughs> for Layla to stand in front of where Emma was sitting, getting bandaged up, shouting at the umpire. I was just like, oh, come on, like just, and I, I get you're frustrated, but show a bit of compassion. She's literally yeah. sitting there with blood streaming out of her leg. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was and, a commentator who I don't want to pile on about, but she was like, oh, you know, Emma's just drinking and relaxing like while she gets bandaged up. And I'm like, do you really think that she's like relaxing while she's yeah. taking a sip of whatever? Like and, and where her knees bleeding out, and, and like, also no. like for for Emma to take a break at that point when she's facing break point, that would wreck her momentum as well. Yep, mm-hmm. exactly. You know because if she she doesn't want she's not wanting to be like right again to save myself here. Oh, but now I need to go and sit down for five yeah. minutes and get myself cleaned up. Mm-hmm. It's just oh yeah, it's. And the, yeah, the way that people were piling on to these two kids yep. mm-hmm. on social media about mm-hmm. it, you know, for, on either side, for people calling Layla for everything, for having a go at the umpire, like I did tweet that she needed to show a bit of compassion, but yeah. I saw, I saw tweets where people were like, she's disgusting she's out of order I've lost all respect for her and then on the same side I saw people doing that about Emma and it's like these are 
these are 18 and 19 year old kids. Yep. Yeah. They are kids. Yep. Like, chill out. So yeah, anyway, that's me. That's me. I've, I've had my soapbox rant now. <laughs> but I think like it was just it was an amazing match overall. And I, I said we were sitting. What I was watching with my husband, and I said to him, I really want her to finish it with an ace. Mm-hmm. And then you she did? finished it. Yeah. Yeah, as good a prediction as Scott's, you know, that's a good one. Yeah, that's like an one. ace right now would just be incredible. Yeah, yeah. And then she hit that ace. Yeah, <laughs> and I was what like, a way to I was, finish. I was standing up watching it. This, but I couldn't sit down. I was standing up watching it, and I was like, oh my god, did that just happen? And he's just sitting <laughs> on the couch, and he went, huh, she did an ace. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and she talked about that last serve uh, in the press conference. Um, I forget her uh, exact words, but she was like, yeah, I was facing a lot of break points and I just wanted to serve well. Um, and then she did. So yeah. it's just amazing. Just yeah. an amazing tournament for her. Queen Emma. Yeah. And um, yeah, and as such, uh, for, for anyone who listening who follows us on Twitter, you may have noticed that um, in tribute to Queen Emma, the name <laughs> has been changed to Radicana Ravings Podcast. That will get changed back. I'm pretty sure uh, after Murray plays this week, which we're going to talk about a little <laughs> bit later. Um, but it seemed a very fitting tribute. And of course, it was Scott who did it so that Scott could be like, told you. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so yeah, I think that's our, that's our US Open women's side, isn't yeah. it? Great tournament, insane tournament. Incredible, yeah. yeah. Incredible. No one's so many great storylines. Oh, I did see someone on Twitter post that they had put Emma was a hundred to one on on a on a betting site. Emma was a hundred to one to win mm-hmm. uh, the tournament right at the beginning. So <laughs> someone stuck ten pounds on her to win. Oh my god. What and yes, yeah, and they actually they didn't wait until the final because it was one, it's whatever one that you can cash out early. So when she reached the final, this person decided to cash out. Obviously, they were nervous. No. Obviously, they were nervous that she might lose, but they cashed out and they got almost six hundred pounds winnings. Okay. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's For a lot. The ten pound bet. Yeah. That's a lot. That's insane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it honestly, could have been, it could have been a thousand. I, yeah, don't blame that person for cashing out. Yeah. 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 Better to be safe. Yeah. Especially <laughs> when, because when you can see what you could win, and then you might be like, oh, I could win yeah. nothing. Yeah. And I could win nearly 600 pounds. Yeah. Okay. I'll take the 600. Yeah. Like, yeah. No deal. So you go, Emma, you, made, you also made someone 600 pounds richer. So well done. <laughs> Actually, I put a bet on. Instead, I put a bet on Andy to win. <laughs> Did you? As you should, as you should, really. Like, yeah, I put, yeah. I put like I put five pounds each way, so like two pounds fifty oh. if you wanted, two pounds fifty if you got uh. to the final. You I just want to say, like, he played, he played so well in that match versus Sitsipas. Like, I was so proud of him, even if he lost. Like, that was such a good level. He yeah. would have if gone had, far if he had got through. If he got through yeah. that match rashly, I'd be sitting yeah, here yeah. cashing out my two pounds fifty. <laughs> He would have he would have beaten Manorino in the next round and he would have uh who was it Alcaraz? I don't know whether he would have beaten Alcaraz, I don't know, but he would have played well in that match too. So um he would have had a good run if he had beaten 
since he passed, yeah. which I felt like he should have won that match. Maybe yeah. I'm biased. So I don't all, know. No, uh, Andy all, himself felt uh, he he himself was mad mm-hmm. that he didn't close out and close out the second set was the key. Like, he should have closed that out there. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. We all agree that should have been a three-set match. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I know I know you've spoken about this already, but I just wanted because I've not been on on here since you've talked about it. But I just wanted to say I'm so proud of him for how he played in that match. That was so fun to watch him, like the let's go and all the screaming and all the like the so Murray angst that I love, like that. It yeah. just brought back a lot of memories, and yeah, I just I'm excited to see more of that because I know it's coming. I know it's coming. Mm-hmm. The next, oh yeah. It's even coming. in this, even in this next challenger, he's gonna give us a lot of good tennis and good, good uh, stuff to, to watch. So. When he screamed I, out, I believe, uh, if I uh, read his lips correctly, I'm not yes. done I'm yet. I'm not done. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I was he's like, dead yes, his lips come on. Yeah. Oh, the best thing Passion. I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was amazing. Um, and I think it's worth it's worth pointing out to anyone who's listening just now. Um, we'll probably talk about. The men's side just like really briefly because we're recording this before the final yeah um, the the men's final is due to start in like just over an hour about an hour and a half or so um from now so we've got no idea what's going to happen there yeah you, um, you guys fact, all yeah, listening everyone listening you guys will already know what happens let's <laughs> make our let's make our predictions oh my goodness for the main final and you know then when we when we listen back we can see just how right or wrong we were good idea um, so i think it's going to be Djokovic in five. Oof. yeah i think it's going to be i think i think medvedev is going to try to redeem himself after the australian open mm-hmm um, he's going to fight really hard, and I think it's going to be five, six, six, three, tie break in the second, which made the devil win. Um, six, four, <laughs> tie break in the fourth, which made the devil win, and then six, one in the fifth. Six one in the fifth. You think Medvedev yeah. will run out, run out of gas? I yeah. think Djokovic will just absolutely annihilate him in the fifth set, and he'll make history. Boom! That's my prediction. Oh. It probably couldn't be more wrong, but that's what I'm going with. <laughs> I was tempted to say Djokovic in four, but now you've said five. Maybe it will be five. Um, I you. think it's going to go five. Um, I'm going to be Oof. the contrarian. Um, more so. Uh, not that I don't mind Medvedev or Novak, and it's, whoever wins, good on them. Good on them. <laughs> no, done a good tournament, and if Novak wins, he'll have all four of the. That's insane, though. Like even if you don't like the man, like that is yeah crazy. It's insane. Crazy. Um, so it's going to go five. I know that. Um, you know that? I feel okay. that. Um. But I'm just gonna call Medvedev in five. I don't care about the scoreline. So it's gonna be like the reverse of the Nadal match in yeah. 2019. Yeah. I want to say four because you guys are all saying five. Maybe I'll be different and say four. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say Djokovic in four. Um, he'll lose the first set because he's lost the first set in all these matches so far. Berrettini with mm-hmm. Brooksby, he lost the first set. Um, 
so I'm going to say Medvedev takes the first set, seven five, seven five, yeah, and then Djokovic will ramp up the level, um, six two. I'm going to say he's going to lose the first two sets. First two sets. So he'll do the actual comeback, like what um, Medvedev will lose. French Open final. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay. That would be really, if he wins eventually, that would be like the most fitting way to win. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, So I would say 7 5 to Daniel, then 6 2 to Nowak, 6 3, 7 6. I'm just going to run to that. 7 6, whatever. Okay. Tiebreak in the fourth, and Nowak will win. That's that's my thing. Uh, so so here's here's a here's the thing about Djokovic and like just how Djokovic Djokovic is. So I got a Facebook memory this morning, <laughs> and it was from eleven on this day eleven years ago. So twelfth September twenty ten. Now I was in Bali on the twelfth September twenty ten, and I stuck a status on Facebook saying I wish I could watch the US Open final tonight. As much as I love Rafa, it's the sexy Serb for me. Come on, Joko, right? Oh, interesting. 2010, okay? Then the following year, so it's another Facebook member, on the same day, I have updated my status to say, my status from this time last year was, wishing I could watch the US Open final tonight. As much as I love Rafa, it's the sexy Serb for me. Come on, Joko. Well, I'll actually be watching it tonight, but the sentiment remains the same. Joko, Joko, Joko. Wow, <laughs> you're a big I love Novak fan. Yeah, yeah. I was a Novandi, a total Novandi. The only time that I wouldn't cheer Djokovic on was when he was playing Andy. Really? Okay. That's nice. That's sweet. That'd be the only time. And I'm trying to remember, like, because I totally love Delpo, and I'm trying to remember, like, if there were many occasions where they played each other. Where I was US Open 2018. Oh, Final. you see, but I mean, by 2018, like, I would have been 100% cheering for Delpo. Delpo. Yeah. Um, but, like, back in the early Before days. Before the Olympics, loads of Olympic matches with them. 2012 yeah. Olympics. Yeah. yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I was... It's just an insight into how much of a Novandi fan I was <laughs> back in back in my 20s <laughs> i'm more so just ships, he's still in the final you night. Will, their relationship <laughs> i i rooted for some of his matches but even back in you know when he was invincible in 2011 i, I just i didn't root for the man himself um but i, I liked him off court then yeah, yeah he was great off court then. That. <laughs> Wasn't he? He was so good off court. Like he he was funny, he had great banter, like he played around with the crowds. He was mm. so, so genuinely likable. Mm-hmm. And that's why I kind of like out nowadays I want to sit down with him and be like, stop with all the like, you know, the like the throwing and stuff, because like <laughs> don't need to do that. Because like you were the so throwing. loved. Um, when did he start doing that by the way i actually wonder oh, I'm so like 2015 or 16 or something it <laughs> yeah felt a while ago yeah yeah because i don't remember not seeing him do that yep. <laughs> it's been ages yeah yeah he, he, back in the good old days he never used to <laughs> you know i mean he was eat, he was eating grass long before he was doing boob throwing yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
so that's, yeah. our, that's our predictions for the final. So tonight. we're all saying, oh, no, you're saying Medvedev, uh, Peter, but yeah. me and Claire are saying yeah. Djokovic. So, yeah, so that'll be, that'll be interesting to listen back to this and find out how wrong or right we were. Mm-hmm. Well, whatever happens, it's going to be insane. Like, even if Medvedev wins, like, next gen, is he a next gen? I don't know. Like, next generation winning a slam for the first time. I don't think teams are next gen, but. Um, teams too old to be no. next gen. 28 oh, yeah. now. Like, there's no way. But um, yeah, first, I think it would be like sweet to have someone from the next gen winning a slam. And it's fitting for Daniel that it, it would be the US Open because he's had a bit of a tumultuous relationship with the, with the crowd there and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that would be either way. Even but if the New York the, crowd the calendar has embraced slam. him. And yeah, the American crowd really, really embracing like a lot mm-hmm. of people in America. So yeah, he's like he's really good at uh, he's really good at um, engaging with the crowd now and and all that. So um, I actually I actually quite like him. Yeah, I he's very like likable. Yeah, out of out of all the next gen, yeah, he's probably. I mean, <laughs> it's slim pickings. Let's be honest, it is, it is yeah. slim pickings. Yeah, um, but I'd say he's probably um, my mm-hmm. my. My most preferred yeah. option. Mm-hmm. He's grown on me. Yeah. Um, really, Peter? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Um, he would more so because of who he can beat. Um, I, I think is my reasoning for it. Um, but I, I think aside from some of the controversies he's had in the past the press conferences and um, the way that he's brought his personality out has been like, okay, okay. Mm -hmm. I can root for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Tonight I'm going to be more of a neutral, like casual, just like, oh, just see what happens, whatever. (laughs) Eat my popcorn and just enjoy. Those are the best kinds of matches. When when you're not too emotionally invested in it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because mm-hmm. when you see when you're emotionally invested in it, it's really, really hard. <laughs> oh God! Speaking speaking as a very, very old, long term Murray fan, oh. like I don't know how much more my heart can take. Yes. <laughs> oh. But yeah, that's why I'm kind so, of glad that yeah. he's playing challenger. A little change, a little less, hopefully less stress than a slam for him. So. For him as well. Yeah, I mean, you see so. that you see less stress, but like nothing is ever stress free, is it? Even in, do you remember Biela? Oh my goodness! Like I'm so glad that Marchenko's not in the draw for this one. Oh my God, I was like, <laughs> Andy would be looking at Marchenko him. in the locker room. There being oh. like, yeah. oh. I, I hate him. I hate he, him so playing, much. He's playing another challenger this week, but it's not uh, Ren. So. Good one, good for us. We avoided him. <laughs> um, they don't oh, like the trash. He avoided them. Andy. Andy, if Andy ever yeah. plays him again, it's gonna be Andy's gonna crush him. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, and then Andy can go onto social media and do hashtag I beat Marchenko. I beat Ilya. Yeah, I beat. <laughs> <laughs> do we all just want to like move on from the menstrual and talk about the challenger already? Or uh, yeah, uh, yeah, we're happy to. Did, did you want to talk about the standout men's matches? Or... Yeah, we can. I mean. To be honest, just like briefly. Yeah, there were a few that I liked, but uh, I mean, Jensen Brooksby's like run to mm-hmm. the 
round of four was just really good. Oh my gosh, the way he played against Novak in the first two sets of that match was like uh, best tennis, top five best match matches I've watched, best sets I've watched this year. Like uh-huh. insane level. It was like watching Djokovic Murray matches again. It was just like they were both like walls. And, and that's what I think this Medvedev Djokovic match tonight is going to be like. It's going to be like rally, 53 short rallies, like the one with the, the one in the Sammies with Zverev. Like it's going to be like that. Like, Back and forth, back and forth. It's going to be exhausting to watch. Um, but yeah, that Brooksby won insane level for the first two sets, and he kind of lost a bit of energy. Um, yeah. After Novak does that to everyone, <laughs> he's done that to everyone in this draw. Mm-hmm. Um, so what was it? Andy Roddick tweeted about him, soul collector. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he first he, he first takes your legs out his legs, then he takes, then he your, takes soul. your soul. Yeah. <laughs> And then Novak's like, no, I don't take anybody's soul. Everyone has good souls. <laughs> yeah. But I will take your legs out. And I was like, yep, that's Novak. Yep, that's true. But um, uh, speaking of being emotionally invested, um, I was surprisingly emotionally invested in that match, especially when uh, Jensen went up 6-1. And I'm like, okay, you know, maybe he can win another set. And then I'm like, no. Oh. No. He's done. <laughs> Yeah. Novak has taken out his legs. Yeah, he had a yeah. good run. He had yeah. a good run. Yeah, so many people had a good run. Uh, Botic van der Zanskop had such a good run. Like, and Keep Peter's not going to like this. Peter's going to be a bit bitter because he beat Diego Schwartzman uh, in yeah. five. Another but, qualifier. Oh, he was goat. He's. I've got this agenda now. Goat agenda. He's the goat man. Like he, he, the way he played in that match was fearless. It was like amazing. Like. He I served well. Good for him. Served well, returned well. <laughs> like, yeah, like, <laughs> Peter, are you still sad about that loss? For I'm, Diego? I'm not sad. I'm just not even salty. I'm just like, because <laughs> Botic, like, he seems like a nice guy. Yeah. Um, uh, like, and... for, for these guys who don't earn much outside, like, who, who play challenger events all the time and uh, like Karatsev in Australia, like, for them to have big runs and slams and earn, like, Radicanu, obviously who's just mm-hmm. won $2.5 million. I don't know how much. But like for them to reach even round three, round four in a slam is, or quarterfinals like Botic did, it's like gives them a lot of money, gives them exposure, gives them ranking, gives them chance to compete in the tour. Like yep. I'm sure we'll be seeing Botic in Indian Wells draws or wherever oh, yeah. uh, coming up because he'll be higher ranked. Uh, he'll be getting more well. Indian Wales. Isn't it wild that both Emma and Layla are going to need wild cards to get in Wales? <laughs> I, I don't think Layla, but I think Emma would. Yeah, I, I read someone they, in the they, they're both women. I'm, sh- oh. I'm sure they were saying they were saying it last night on Prime. Oh, that both oh my of them, gosh! Um, oh my goodness! Going to need to get wild cards to get in, which um, is just is insane. Both guaranteed though. Yeah, yeah. Both oh, guaranteed. I mean, it has to yeah. be. It has yeah, to yeah. be guaranteed. Yeah. Imagine not having the US Open finalists at Indy Wales <laughs> because they weren't ranked high enough for <laughs> the end of this. So yeah, yeah. That's, I think that's that's so yeah, that's crazy. Just when you when you were talking about Indian Wales there, Rashmi, it made me yeah, yeah. think of that from I'm excited for Indian Wales. Uh, Andy's planning to play there, so um Oh is he? Oh good. I wasn't so sure I'll, I'll tell was. you Andy's schedule. Andy's planning mm-hmm. to play so this week in Ren. Then he will be in France already, so there's Mets coming up after that. So he's playing Mets, nice. um, two fifty. So this is probably the only challenger he'll play in a while. <laughs> and then after that is Danny Valverde's tournament in San Diego, 
um, which is another 250. I think Rublev and good players are playing that one, so that's going to be tough. Yes. Is he, yeah. is, he actually, is he actually going to play Sandy then? Yeah, Andy, he's panning. Oh, cool. Uh, it depends on if he does well in Mets or wins that tournament or something, maybe he'll skip it or whatever. Um, and then after Mets, he'll play Indian Wells. So that's his short term uh, plan for Andy. Oh, that's cool. So I actually thought, um, I thought that San Diego was actually happening like this week. No, yeah. That's why right. I was like, oh, he's obviously, when he came home, after the mm. US Open, I was like, oh, he's obviously not playing San Diego, but I didn't no. realise it wasn't for another two weeks. Oh, that's good. So it's this week's Ren, then Mets is the week after. So he'll be yeah. in France already, so he can just like drive there or whatever. Then San Diego, you have to fly to, to America and then Indian Wells um, after cool. that. So I everyone, a, a lot of... Back-to-back tournaments I hope he plays them all, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, he needs ranking points because a lot of Murray fans were worried about this, actually, because his 2019 Antwerp points are going to drop off soon, 250 yeah. points. Oh, and wow, he's got, yeah. like, the Rafa Nadal challenger points, which were hardly any heat, like, lost second round there. Um, Does he even have 250 points to lose? He has about 400 points, I think. Oh, thank God. I, 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 I mean, that's probably really wrong. got that number of points. That's probably wrong, but yeah, he, he has a... Last I checked, I think it was 400. Maybe that's completely off, but... Um, I'm, I'm like picturing them sitting here with like 193 points, and then they're like, yeah. oh, so you're now going into negative points, Andy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't have many points. Like, he, he... If once Antwerp drops, it'll be... His ranking will go down, but so that's that's uh, November, isn't so it? I hope Antwerp. I'm hoping he wins this week. Like, yeah, so he, he wins he the whole title. Get ninety points, he? get ninety and then, points, and he won't. Yeah. He'll probably just break into the top hundred if he wins this week, which yeah. is a good start. And then Mets run a couple matches there. Um, no, you no, know, I'm already expecting. I'm already expecting his Mets draw to be awful. I'm already expecting San Diego to be awful. The draw is going to be horrible. He's going to get no, like no, first no, round. No, no, mm-hmm. we're not doing that. His job will be Manifest amazing. It, it will I, be a walk like, to the final. The way I, the way I reacted when the U.S. Open draw came out was, oh my gosh, mother yes. like, of pearl. Um, I almost I almost picked my laptop up and threw it out my damn window. Absolutely. Uh, he's been so getting furious. the most crap draws like all the time. And this thinking, speaking of that, his draw here is really good. If you want to talk about that now, but his challenger draw. Let's do it. is actually really good because I was talking to I'll give him a shout out Jimmy who's like challenger door expert uh, on Twitter um, and he was telling me that um, Andy's draw is really good in Ren because he's avoided some of the inform players in his half so Benjamin Bonzi who is the number third three seed in the tournament um, just won a challenger today and he's won, he's on like a 15 match winning streak as well. Um, so he's in the draw with Andy there, but he's Until he on the Andy. other he's <laughs> he's on he's in yeah. the other half. He's in the other half though. So Andy will have to play him until the final. And also if Bonzi ends up reaching the final, then he'll be exhausted because he's already won like 15 matches. So um that's good that Andy avoided him. Um but Liam Brody's there in, in Bonzi's section, so that's tough. Liam's has got a Ooh, yeah. um then Arthur Vandernesh is there, number two seed. He's also not in Andy's half, so that's another uh, good thing for Andy because Vandernesh has been in good form too. The only tough player that Andy has in his draw is Gasquet, I'd say, uh, quarterfinal. Um, 
Andy beat him in, in Sensei. So, um, yeah. Uh, other than Gasquet, I would say he should he should comfortably get through the quarters. If he plays Gasquet in the quarters, maybe it'll be three sets. Maybe he'll, I'm sure he'll get through that. Um, and yeah. other than that, he's got a good draw. So um, he's avoided Liam Brody as well. Liam Brody on a good day would really like be challenging for Andy as well. So he's yeah. avoided Brody. So I think he's got the perfect draw here. Like it's like good omen after the US Open horrible draw there. So um, I just I just love that he's seeded. I was I was actually last week I was watching Chat. Yeah. I was hoping I was hoping for Bonzi to keep winning, keep winning. That's what I was rooting for Bonzi to keep winning so that he would withdraw here. So Andy would be number four. But uh that didn't happen. Bonzi's still playing, so Andy's not number four, but he's number five, which is good enough. Like <laughs> Um, I mean, when was the last time Andy Murray was seeded? <laughs> Any number? Yeah, 2017 and, probably. Yeah. yeah. 18, yeah. yeah. 2017 probably. 17. Yeah, he was number one seed in 2017 for Wimbledon, I remember. <sighs> yeah. um, wow. Oh, 40 days. <laughs> um, when yeah. he was number one in the world. <laughs> oh, best times. Days. Best so yeah, times. I'm I'm very hopeful for, for this challenger. Um, as we're recording, he's playing tomorrow. Um, yeah, uh, like tomorrow evening UK time. So, um, yeah, forty-five for that. He's playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to know about his opponent, it's his opponent is Yannick Madden. Okay. Um, he was a former top hundred player, but now he's ranked two hundred forty-five in the world. Not he's not won a match since French Open qualifying first round. So he's not won a match in, in a while. French Open twenty twenty. Um, I was going to say, yeah, is it 2020? I'm sure I read it was 2020. Was it? Oh, gosh. Yeah. If, it, if it is, then that's even better. <laughs> I think he's on like or a... Worse. <laughs> worse for worse him. Worse for him. Better for Bet- Murray fans. <laughs> better for me. <laughs> better for me as someone who wants Andy to like crush him. Um, yeah. Um, he won... No. Yeah. So he beat Gaio in uh-huh. French Open this year, 24th May. Okay. And he lost so, to Quentin. Quentin Hollis, yeah. And three sets there. So he's not won a match since. Um, so that's good for Andy. Andy will surely be looking at all this results and being like, that's uh, good for me. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's a perfect opponent for Andy to get to start. Straight away, he'll, he'll if he wins, which he should do, uh, he'll earn points and stuff. So just excited yeah. for that. I just feel like he needs a streak. You know, he just needs yeah. he needs the, the he needs the opportunity to keep Momentum. playing matches. Yeah. Yeah. Just get himself going because once mm-hmm. he's going, it's like it's like hard a wheel. To stop. Once, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Once Andy gets going, once he gets moving, mm-hmm. I'm so I'm uh, do you know what like that's why I'm not gonna be talking about anymore about the US Open that's why I'm so really pissed off about that. Yeah. Yeah, um, anyway. that's why I was like, yeah, it, he lost in the first round, whatever. Like, But he actually, I think, even though he lost, he got momentum there. There's some momentum from that match. That he, he got fire in his belly because he, he, he knew, knew he was close. Sitsipas yeah. is like the third best player in the world. Um, third seed, whatever, um, in that tournament. And he almost beat him. So he yeah. knows he can do it. So yeah. everyone in this challenger draw, he, he should be expecting, I'm sure like his goal is to win it. 
hundred percent, hundred and ten, and even in Mets the following week, I'm sure his goal is to to win it or go far yeah. in that because he has the level to do it right yeah. now, and he has the fitness. Like his fitness right now is he looks insanely fit. Yeah, like, I, I thought I thought that watching the U.S. Open, I was, mm. he looks really really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm biased because obviously I always think Andrew looks good. You know, like looking good. <laughs> yeah. She says looks- she pushes her glasses back up her nose. But <laughs> I um I thought he was looking physically so fit. He mm-hmm. was. His serve was good. His uh, forehand was good. Yeah. His serve was running so around good. everywhere. Especially against Gasquet and Cincy. It was like 14 aces and two sets. Like, what the hell? Never mm-hmm. seen you do that before. How so high he was getting off the ground. Yeah, he, yeah. Was, he was impressed with that himself. He wrote a tweet saying, "Like, oh, nice picture. Yeah, look at my look at look my at me. I'm jumping so high. Great technique." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> so yeah, um, very excited, and he's good indoors. This is an indoor tournament uh, in Rennes, so okay, suits him. Um, he practiced today against uh, with Gasquet um, in Rennes. Their videos came out today, so. And he's got a little haircut. I don't know if you've seen the haircut that he has. Uh, I have not seen this yeah. video. Um, it's there on my Twitter. Um, okay, I'll go and have a look. So I can get, um, a, get a little swatch of the new haircut. I do like it when Andy comes out with a haircut. He looks good, maybe, by the way. I'm prepared here. Mm. What, are, what are our thoughts on Andy living against the growth of his beard? Are we, I... are we thumbs up beard or thumbs down beard? Nah, I like it when he shaves it off. Oh, see, I, like I prefer it. when he shaves, but I'm. I like it, but way, like not too long. Can like, do, do what you remember, he wants. Do you remember the start of the Olympics where he was wearing that blue sleeveless and it was his beard was like huge? Yes, that was too. It was huge. I was like, Andy, please no, <laughs> not this. Um, but yeah, I, I like and it. He, he was looking at <laughs> fit though. Like that, in that. Run my fingers through it, like. <laughs> I like it. I, I like it obviously, but I would prefer. I'm just being quiet <laughs> Peter's not, not engaging Scott um, would definitely engage if he was here <laughs> yeah, but yeah he looks, his, his haircut's looking good um, he's going to be playing a match tomorrow with this haircut so, so excited. I hope, I hope the stream so quality is playing. good yeah, I'm, oh, just I'm like, sure it'll be fine today everyone's freaking out about Djokovic I'm like Andy's playing tomorrow. Who cares about Djokovic and Medvedev? Exactly. Calendar slam. Do you know Andy's what? Like playing. genuinely, this morning, I woke up and I was like, oh, "That was the best U.S. Open ever!" Like I just, it was amazing. I can't believe it's over. Yep. I, I honestly forgot. <laughs> you really yeah. yeah. Mm. I honestly forgot that there was still like a men's finals to be played tonight mm-hmm. because I was I don't just blame like. You. Yeah, it, it, you know, Great Britain has ruled the US Open. They lose yeah. half a second. Yes. How the British were at the yes. US Open. Mm-hmm. Because we've got Emma, the Queen, taking mm-hmm. it home. Mm-hmm. Joe Salisbury, the King of Doubles, yep. winning both the mixed and the men's. Men's. And then Jamie getting his runners final. up. Yep. And Gordon Reed and Alfie Hewitt. And I'm yeah. pretty sure Jordan Wiley got. Did Jordan Wiley win, or did she was she sure. run it up? I, I think it was uh, Robin Montgomery won the girls. That's from I know she's from America though. Uh huh. One second. Um, 
I'm sure I saw maybe maybe it was the semi-finals I saw Jordan but like the the Mm. Brits absolutely ruled the roost at the US Open they were sensational did she get to the quarterfinals one second oh I thought she got I'm trying to look nope just kidding that is disregard Google is a mess oh for goodness sake I mean this is where we need Scott to keep us right Exactly. He's prepared with stuff like that. He is so prepared. Like, you know, what's going on? Hold on, here we go. Women's, women's, women's. Ah, uh, she was in the semi-finals for the doubles. Uh-huh. And she lost, um, she lost semi-finals doubles. Uh, but yeah, still, I feel like... Excuse me, she was final. in the finals. Yeah, I'm looking doubles. at a picture yeah. of it right now. Yeah. Oh. So yeah, you you didn't read uh, completed the calendar slam, right? Uh, yes, yeah. yep. So yeah, insane. so uh, the so many great people slam completing the calendar so slam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Novak, you're following it. Um, yeah, Novak's just copying the Brits here. Yeah, potentially, <laughs> potentially. No oh. jinx. No jinx. <laughs> um. Yeah. If any Novak fans are listening, we're really sorry if this is jinxed them. Uh, <laughs> we didn't mean to do that. Apologies. Did not mean to do that at all. Uh, <laughs> Novak yeah. can't be jinxed, though. The guy is unjinxable. Mm. Yeah. I've decided. That's literally what he does. He's like, no, I've decided. I will not allow you to beat me. And he's going to play this match like it's his last match. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to go all out. He's going to. I saw, I saw someone someone had tweeted like imagine it was it was it Scott no it wasn't it was Scott someone did tweet though imagine it was his last match like imagine he yeah won I it saw and then that. he just went he just went yeah I'm done and I was like absolutely no chance because if, no. if nobody wins this tonight he's going to be like right okay I now want to get to 25 at least Yep. I want a bit of I want a bit of breathing space. Like a little buffer. Is want to, he is going to want to he, like, he, he, solidify that GOAT status. He's not going to risk no, Rafa coming and winning the French next year. Rafa could no easily way. come back and he's not going to risk that. He's going to go. Rafa, I'm going to get Australia. Five French Opens. They're just going to wheel Rafa out every year for the Rafa, next decade yeah. just for the French Open. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And I'm fine like he, with that. You're fine with that. Uh, Kidding. Yeah, so he's gonna be like, I'm gonna I need get someone else Australia. to win at least one or two. I, I do think I think what you said there about Australia, Rashmi, I think Novak will win Australia again. Twenty-two in Australia, number five in a row. Oh. <laughs> and would that be sorry? Would that be 10, <laughs> the way would that be 10 I just Australian grown. Opens. I remember it was eight a little while ago. It could have been nine now. Let me I, check. I don't know. Let I'm me not, double check that yeah, right please. now. Is that, he, I, he won it in two thousand and eight. Stop counting. So he's one is thirteen. Eight, eleven, twelve, sixteen. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, you're right. It would be the tenth. Ten. If he, yep. if he wins. He will absolutely want to win the Australian Open then. And he's he won, won number ten. He's won it the last three times. So this yeah. would be his fourth in a row if he wins it next year. Yeah. Uh, oh, Andy Murray's gonna be back at Australia next year. Uh, yep. I, I'm so like if he comes back actually every there. year every single year for the australian open i say this is andy's year this last is andy's year, year it was heartbreaking though like he was on the flight over nearly like about to go to the airport and then he was like oh got covid <laughs> yeah um, this past so, year was rough yeah horrible so i'm so I glad mean, that's why i'm like so excited that he's got a run of tournaments planned yeah now 
yeah, yeah. I feel like having that back to back, knowing that it's coming up and not just like sporadic, oh, he's feeling okay, so he's going to play this, mm. but now he's injured again and he needs to take another like yeah. six weeks off and okay, now, now he might play this. But he's actually like, yeah, no, I'm 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 good, I'm well, and I'm signing myself yeah. up for back to back tournaments and it just oh. brings joy to my soul. It just gives me goosebumps, like honestly, I'm so excited. And, it, and his draws I don't good. care if it's a challenger. I don't care if it's a challenger. Yeah. I don't care if it's Literally a slam. Longer. Just want to see him play. Yes. Yeah. I hope he I'm hits so three lobs tomorrow. <laughs> That's what I'm hoping for. I love it. I do love an Andy, an indoor, an indoor Andy lob. I was watching the BL highlights today of his okay. win. I don't, and he hit like two lob winners in the highlights alone. And I was like, oh my gosh, uh, he needs to do that again. Andy so. is the goat. Of lobs, there is not a player out no. there who can lob better than Andy no. Murray, and no. never no. will be able to. The best, yeah, mm-hmm. that's and undeniable. Goals. Like you can't even, yeah. you can't even dispute that. Like people mm-hmm. try, but no. I mean, Novak I mean, that can lob, lob finish. But... I know we're, we're getting a bit vintage here, but that lob finish against Belgium in the Davis Cup. Go fan! Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Chef's kiss. Oh, Complete chef's indoors kiss. It was just on so clay. Amazing. He hit one oh. against Setsipas and. and Round one, right? Uh-huh. Uh huh. I think he one. hit a few, or it was was it just I'm, one? I I remember Sitsipas hit one against him okay. first, and then Andy Cheeky hit, shite. hit one. Cheeky be shite. Imagine yeah, I was like, more, I, I was like, the audacity. Why? Why would you yeah. do that? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, then Andy lobbed him back. I was like, yep, that's revenge. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, yeah, and I'm sure was it Gasquet? Someone lobbed him somewhere this year again. I was like, oh, her catch. I think it was yes him and i was like don't you dare man hooby do not um mm-hmm. <laughs> um that hooby loss was what was your what what has been your this is a random tangent but what has been your the worst andy loss of the year for you like heart rate wise shapovalov at wimbledon yeah yes yeah. i yeah. think so mm-hmm. I, I didn't want to go into this territory but i i think he could have won that match yeah he, yeah, if he just, if he had oh. won the first set, like he was like it was six five, he was two two breaks down, and then he nearly got the second break back. He was mm-hmm. he got the first break back, and then nearly got the second break back, and it was six five to Chapo, and then he served yeah. it out eventually seven five. Um, I feel yeah. like something something in him just stalled in that mm-hmm. match. Like he had been he'd been so good and so strong against Vasilashvili. Mm-hmm. And Ote like to fight back against Ote as well. Yeah, and that, that Ote set, match like, he, is like just like it, it was incredible. So for him to yeah. go from that to be pretty much crushed mm-hmm. by Shapo was yeah that was and he felt quite so in the press conference after that he was gutted. He was really down. Yeah, but then really he, down. But then like the day after he was like chill. <laughs> it was so weird. Like, he was like yeah. eating about tennis equipment. <laughs> And I was like, whoa, Andy, what are you doing? Um, yeah, I think he realised, I think he said that in Cincinnati and uh, was it Vincent Salem, he said that somewhere, that he was fatigued after, like he wasn't mm-hmm. as fit as he is now. Like I think before the Olympics, he was like, I'm going to beef up and get fit. And yeah, um, yeah. the Olympics, whatever happened, that happened with his leg or whatever. But like he was fit before the Olympics. Yeah. Um, oh, Andy Joe's loss in the Olympics was pretty hard that, as well. Oh, that, yeah. I was gonna yeah. say that was mine. That was mine. I cried after that loss because yeah. I was yeah. like, if he'd if he'd have beaten them, Chelich and Dorig, he would have 
they would play. They, they would have won. I think they would. He won would gold. have. He would have yeah. been. Dodig was he, just playing insane tennis. I yeah. don't know if they would have won gold. Maybe I Mek- think they would have. Mek- 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 I would have liked to believe. Yes. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I, I, I don't. I don't want to think about that because that makes me sad. Um, but uh, yeah, they would have definitely won a medal if they had beaten Chidich and yeah. Dodik, and they were so close. And it was Andy's service game that where the, where it started. And I was like, Andy, no. Wait, I'm Andy so sorry. Realized... I stopped watching the men's doubles after they lost. Um, well, actually, I saw the. Um, uh, gold medal yeah. match but i completely blanked out who were the gold and silver medal so mektic and pavic won the gold oh yeah uh, and then they beat, beat Tillich for silver. it was late at night for me my apologies yeah. um, and if they had won this one they would have played new zealand venus and someone uh daniel i think it was okay. yeah um, yep. and andy and andy and joe would have been the favorites there so they would have played in the gold medal match i'm pretty sure they would have because Tillich and Dodd had managed the silver so yeah, yeah. I'm yep, assuming right. they, oh, they, they would. I think. Yeah, I think and and won, the thing that gold. the thing that really saddened me because it would have been Andy's fourth medal. No one's ever done that in in the men's game. So, um, yeah. although it it's only four. three years for Paris. Yeah, yeah I think I think he'll make Paris. it. I think he'll make it. I have no. And and the fact that he tweeted saying, "If this is my last Olympics," yeah. I was like, "He's thinking." He's coming back. He's yeah. thinking. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, he's only. Uh, let's face it. He, okay, I know I like to call him Old Man Murray, but he is only 34. He's only a week older he's, than Novak, and Novak's number he's one. Still, like, <laughs> if Andy can get his fitness like fully back on track, and I believe he's getting there now, I think Andy's got another five years in him. Mm, I, I, yeah. yeah, me too. Like, Gasly's still playing, no, Songa's still yeah. playing, uh, Ivo Karlovic, like, these guys are, he's up. 42 mm-hmm. now and he's still yeah. playing i mean and hello did he did evo morning. retire from i'm sure he's US just Open? retired now i think he retired i think he lost to rublev in the round two round one around one um yeah so he retired i think well i think he said that um i'm thinking about it now like maybe i'll play a bit more longer maybe not oh Evo's Does, his ranking's okay. down his ranking's gone down so if he has to play, if he chooses to keep playing now he'll have to be qualifying and challengers and stuff whether he's willing to do that because I don't know if he'll get wild cards and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. that's a choice that he has to make now. That's why I read that he said that after lo- losing to Rublev in round one. Yeah, that Olympics loss for me was horrific. Was I, I I didn't get yeah. over it for days because that and that tweet mm. that he sent out that made it worse. Um. So yeah, that was hor- horrible. I, I didn't expect the worst loss of the year for me to be a doubles loss, but yeah, <laughs> that was what it was. Um. The Shapoval loss, I just knew he was probably out of gas then, so I wasn't really sad about it. Um, I was more sad about the Hubie loss in Cincy because I thought he really could have won that match. Um, so, yeah, that was... Because he'd beaten Gasquet already, and I was like, he's playing well. Yeah. Um, had set points against Hubie at 4-5, I think it was. Yep. And then the one forehand he missed, and he should have made it, and that really made me sad because he should have won the match won the set and then probably would have won the match so that was had that on a few occasions recently haven't we with Tiago I think the tables are turning I think the tables yes. are turning I think this challenger when he actually gets a few wins in a row he'll get that confidence back and closing yep. the matches and yep. he, he knows, knows that he can do it mm-hmm. people are like that, why yeah, put him in good stage for Indian Wales Indian Wales Andy has never really done well there he does terrible the at Indian Wales yeah, way too slow but, 
It's Let's, so annoying. So he will not. Is it like third round? Is like the furthest he's gone. Third. I'm sure third he's gone semi-final. Is it semi-final? One year, like ages ago, like 20, 20, 2008 or something. Am I wrong? I honestly don't know. Because I looked that up. That match. Wondering. Yeah, um, he always does terrible, and maybe this year will be different. Yeah. You know, like when we that's what I'm when, saying. So he'll have no pressure on himself because he yeah. knows it's not his best surface, not his best yeah. conditions. Um, and it's all it's one of the two masters that he's never won. I don't know what the other one what's the other one? Uh that he's not won. Monte Carlo. One of the yeah. clay ones, yeah. Um Monte Carlo because he's won the gin in Rome, yeah. So this is like if if we can get a Raducanu moment with Andy here. Oh my like, god, I would love that. I, I would just, I'd love to see that. Do you know what? Like, I mean, I'm I just, sure. I just want to see him win. Like, I'm greedy. I want to see him win everything. So, I'm sure Raducanu will. Have, I'm sure Emma will have inspired him and been like, maybe, maybe, maybe Emma can give him some tips. Yeah. About how to hold your nerve and stay calm in situations <laughs> where your opponent, well, your shoe, you off. your shoe is not there, or your opponent's pissing you off, or you slip. <laughs> Ooh. And yeah, so I think on that note, is there anything else that we want to talk about before we round this episode up? Um, I just, just... want to say good on Rajiv Ram for helping Joe Salisbury through to become champions. Yeah. Jamie Murray to become a finalist with Bruno and again, teaming yeah. up again. Bruno it, Suarez and his son. So good to see. Like that was the cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Oh yeah, son. little Noah Suarez. I mean, we're uh, talking about Emirad Kanu being the breakout star of the US Open, uh, but in reality, was it Noah Suarez? Yes. yes. He was chilling uh, with his iPad and then just yeah. watching and... little fist bumps as yes. well. Uh, End of the match. Yeah. yeah, he was cool. We're definitely yeah. a big fan of. I'm so happy for them. Bruno and Noah. With Bruno, that like, he had appendicitis at the Olympics, yep. uh, and he was about to play with Melo, I think, and then. Mel had to repartner because Bruno had to withdraw. Um, and then he was uh, on the sidelines. Jamie had to partner with someone else. Was it Max Purcell or someone? So um, glad that he he's reached the final after all that. Mm-hmm. But that must have mm-hmm. been tough. Yeah. So yeah. happy for Bruno and happy for Jamie too. Like another final, another Grand Slam final. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Hopefully that means things are picking up for Jamie again as well. I hope yeah, they, they both. I hope they both make the ATP finals. Um, they, they deserve it. Like they, re- I think they did the semis in Australia. Can't, I don't know what I can't. I can't. They did. They did. Like they lost. They lost this? to. They lost to Solbjorn Ram there as well. Okay. Uh, this year semis of Australia, and finals. Was a little. There, um, that was a little preview, a little half preview of Battle of the Brits, though, wasn't it? Mm. Yes. Jamie and Jamie and Joe. That's I saw a be, few yeah. clips of them uh, contesting matches against each other. I saw that as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. really yeah. highlights of that. Yeah, yeah. Huh? You still need to book your flight. Yes, I do need to book my flight. Yeah. Are you actually thinking of coming over? <laughs> I might be. I might be. Oh. Depending on Aberdeen? everything. I don't know yet. I, I, I've You're got so much exams. closer than I am. I've got yeah. exams around then, so uh, hopefully it's not around then. But when does school I've not booked end anything for you? Yet. Hmm? When does school end for you? School, it's not school, it's like work exams. But um, Oh, okay, I'm sorry. The, yeah, the, yeah, the exams say. are exams. like around January, so I need to study for oh, December, that makes- which is annoying. 
yeah but I mean Battle of the Brits is like three days before Christmas I mean come on yeah we will see we will see um I would I would do it for Andy honestly but uh if we could all go that would be yeah um you you and Scott are going right Claire you you're you're there's a, I mean, there's, a, there's another, there's another Andy fan um, from Twitter, Travis. He's coming from Texas. He is really? flying over from Texas for Battle of the Bits. Oh, so, okay. Peter, come on. okay. You could, you could just it go in happen. his case. You could I just mean, get in his case. It just depends on work, but it may happen. So, I mean, you know, I'm not going to stop asking until I know. <laughs> <laughs> until like the second night of it until peter's like takes me going right okay i'm i'm literally at the airport are you sure i can stay at your house <laughs> all right oh yeah so that's uh that's that's us doesn't it that's our us open roundup we'll see what happens yeah. tonight with the men by the time this episode goes out i mean scott might not edit until like friday you know no scott um <laughs> We will have we will have a men's winner. So we will either have history and the fact that someone beat Novak Djokovic in a final, mm-hmm. uh, or Novak Djokovic will be officially, technically, and statistically the goat. We've no. got a new queen. Oh, With oh, oh, statistics, oh, 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 oh. he he would be above <laughs> Rafa and Roger in the major count. So that's what I mean. I, I, I think he would, be, uh, well, he would We don't have to uh, say the word goat, but... I would say the goat. Say um, other metrics... Other than, other than would Serena. ...would say that he would be better. Peter, oh, why, are you, so, why are you so reluctant to say goat? I just hate it. I'm just so over it. Like I said before in our DMs, I'm just so... I'm just over it. I'm just over it. I, I think I he the bandwidth be, to do I, I probably I don't have be, the bandwidth. I, I won't be in your next episode to talk about it, but I would say he is. He would be the goat. It, like he already is, I would say. But uh-huh. this would cement it. That he's already got the number one. He's got I think the master titles he's equal with Nadal, but he'll overtake Nadal somewhere, I'm sure. <laughs> and then this slam kind of like this is like there's it's undeniable after today if he wins. It's like I, I would say. Um well I think we can just close our episode with that. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm being serious at the end there. But yeah, good luck to Andy and the challenger, by the way. Like, so yes. excited. Um, Peter, Scott, and I will likely be back with a midweek special looking at how Andy's been getting on. Fingers mm-hmm. crossed when we record later on in the week, we'll still have matches. Let me know. Let me, I, I might be able to join you for that if you let me know whenever uh, whenever you're recording. But um, if not, uh, I'm if I don't see you before that, I hope... He does well and excited. I'm really excited for this week. I don't know why. I just have a good feeling. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm anyway. excited too. Thanks so much for coming on, Rashmi. Thank you for it having is, me. It's been fun, as always. It's, I've, I've loved just talking about how amazing Emma was and, and how much that was the best <laughs> US Open of all time. Uh, yeah. The only thing that could have made it better was if Andy manifested himself into tonight's final and went on to win <laughs> the entire thing. It's the only thing that could have made the US Open better, in my opinion. But, you know... <laughs> It's not going to happen, so I'm just uh, going to settle with the fact that we have, for the first time in 44 years, in 44 years, we have mm-hmm. a female British slam, Grand slam winner. Champion. Yeah. And I just think that that's spectacular, and she is destined for greatness. Yes. So this episode is dedicated to you, Emma Adekanu. Thank you for being 
phenomenal. Thank you for taking us on this journey with you. We're so grateful for you. If you ever listen to this, please consider coming on and chatting to us about your journey. We would love to have you here at Money Musings HQ, which as you can see behind me has been rebranded as Radicana Ravings. So signing off for tonight, I've been Claire, she's been Rashmi, he's been Peter, and we have been <laughs> Money Musings slash Radicana Ravings. Thanks guys. Thanks, Thanks for listening. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. 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 Thank you.